Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. I'll come through your headphones. I really ruined the quality. <laughs> Speaking of coming through stuff, have you seen the the purple Grimace cum shakes from McDonald's? I've heard tell of these. I haven't. I have not seen them. This is, is this the first, this is not the first year. Haven't we talked about this before or I've heard of these before? I don't think so. I think this is the first time they've is done this it. Is the first year? Yeah. Maybe I saw a news story about this Maybe. at some point. Yeah. They, uh, it looks weird. Evidently, mm-hmm. if you taste, so you can only get it with a meal. Okay. <laughs> like, you can't get it separately. They're like, doctors actually will not allow us to serve this by itself. It has to That's be That's right. Taken. You have to get it with a burger and fries per doctor's orders. Exactly. Exactly. And they're like, wow, how, what is this thing possibly made out of? It's so bad. You have to eat McDonald's. The McDonald's is what levels it out. Holy yeah. shit. Well, it's actually because all the burgers are made out of newspaper. So there's a lot of fiber in there, Ooh, but soaks it up. You have yeah. to get it with a meal. And the reason for this is because they wanted they used flavor scientists. Because what flavor do you think the Grimace Purple Jizz Shake is? Grape? You would think that, wouldn't you? Right? It's not. What is it? There's an argument going online, and somebody just cracked what it is. Okay. The argument is whether it is vanilla or berry. People can't tell. It's vanilla berry, isn't it? It's not. It's what? some sort of weird synthesized flavor that once you add salt to it, uh huh, it... <laughs> kills you <laughs> it dampens the, the vanilla flavor uh-huh and you get berry that's so vanilla and berry but if you have it before the fries you just taste vanilla oh i see what you're saying like it, I, I thought you meant literally if you take like a pack no, of no, salt no. and puts it in there okay. i mean presumably yes but. yeah but I, like if you so if you're eating like a salty food right cuts the vanilla out yeah can we just go back a second? Did you say flavor scientist? Can we talk that that's a job title for someone? Yeah. Wow. And somehow I'm not on the board. I know. Right. That's incredible. How are you not? I, I just don't understand. Because How I would that? just approve everything. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a flavor scientist, I believe again. Really? Oh, God. Oh. Can you imagine? Yeah. I would have business cards made for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like Andrew Dunn, flavor scientist. Yes, I'm responsible for the grimace shake. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> it just—it's not even—it's just Andrew Dunn, flavor scientist. And then you flip the card over, and it's a picture of the grimace shake, and it just says, "You're welcome." <laughs> or I'm sorry. Or I'm—it's well, it's one of those ones. If you if you turn it one way, it it says you're welcome. If you turn it the other way, it says I'm sorry. It's like a lithogram. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing I was looking for. A lithogram. How are you? I'm good. I'm all right. Um, yeah, Sarah's gonna come barging in. In a couple minutes, she's out voting. She got so. you McDonald's. Yeah, she's got me a grimace shake and a mm-hmm. whole mm-hmm. packet of salt just to <laughs> Great. mix it be, in there. I'm going to become my own little flavor scientist in a second. <laughs> tell you what, um, no, she did go vote, so she's she's doing that. So in the middle voting, of she's gonna, yeah, in this economy, I'll tell you what. I don't even know what the point is. I uh, know, really, I don't. It's local election. It's a local yeah, primary yeah, election. It, it, There's oh, literally it's the primary. Yeah, it's local okay. primary. So. It's the general who gives a shit in New York. Nah, it's three. Really? I mean, in most of New York, the primary and the general are pretty much the same thing. Really? Well, we're pretty. I mean, most of New York City is pretty Democrat. So, like, once you figure out who's that, you're pretty much set. Well, what do you think a primary is? uh, What's that? What do you think a primary election is? Well, the primary is 
the one for the individual party and then the yeah. general is so yeah. so why would it not matter because you're just going to vote for the democrat they're all democrats right but i'm sa- no oh sorry i think i'm saying that I, i'm reversing what i'm saying i'm, I'm saying like it does it. oh yeah no i see what you're saying i did say the opposite of what i meant yep <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? As yeah. stupid as I am, they still allow people like me to vote. So, ha ha, suckers. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> this is how we get the Grimace shake, everybody. <laughs> this is how that is being covered You in voted the news. on it. I know. I know. This is what, people like me are the reason the Grimace shake are in the news cycle and not important things. Okay? So, there you go. You're welcome. Or I'm sorry? I don't know, man. Trump admitted to... <laughs> Whatever he admitted to. That's in the news. I mean, he we're not political. This isn't a political podcast, Chris. Why did you even bring it up? I know. Why did I bring it up? It's my fault. You're right. Absolutely. Christ. He didn't really admit it. He just like he had admitted it earlier and then they, somebody taped him and then they released well, the yeah, tape. That's admitting it. That's admitting yeah. that you committed a crime. No, but I'm saying like he didn't admit it like in the, he didn't come out and be like, yeah, I did it, guys. Yeah. It was like, you can't handle the truth. Yeah. You know what? Truth bomb. I did it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I don't give a shit. What are you going to do? Arrest me for it? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what are these handcuffs? Get off. Wait, what is what's happening? Why? Why am I? What's on my fingerprint right now? <laughs> Should have started the show right there, shouldn't I? I don't give a single rat's. Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and dissect a grimace shake. shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was the obvious choice, really. Yeah, for sure. My name is Chris Trebill. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. How do they milk so many grimaces to get so many shakes? <laughs> well, the trick is you got to get the grimace really drunk first. <laughs> Which is surprisingly easy. Yeah, I know. I know. And then you take him down to the red light district. Oh, Chris. That's what they call the playland. This is going off in a weird, slightly uncomfortable level. (laughs) Slightly. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Chris. Yes. What's the only thing scarier than one Ezra Miller? I don't know, Andrew. What is the one thing scarier than one Ezra Miller? What, really? You can't think of a single thing? Mm, Let me think about it. Could it be two Ezra Millers? What? No! It's having the power to go back in time without even considering killing Hitler. Jesus Christ, what an anti-Semite. Anyway, we've finally gotten to see the latest masterpiece from the DC Cinematic Universe, and we've got some thoughts on it. Something, something, CGI baby in a microwave. Chris, <laughs> what did you think about The Flash? Um, yeah, let's get into this right away. So, I have so I, many uh, fucking I, notes, so we have to speed this along. I'm sh- I knew that you did. I was like, I have literally like yeah. one or two notes. And part of me was like, these are just general things. And then the other part was like, Andrew's going to have a lot to say. Oh, quick disclaimer before we even fucking begin this. Okay. Uh, I just want to point out that we're going to try as hard as we can to be respectful of people's pronouns. Ezra yes. Miller, the actor who plays Barry Allen, uses they, them pronouns. Yes. But Barry, the character, uses doesn't. He, him. Right. So we will always try our hardest to get this right. We fuck it up sometimes. But if yep. you hear us using he, him, we're probably meaning to talk about Barry. So keep that in mind. And apologies in advance if slash win. 
we uh, fuck this up. We're old men. We get confused. It's not because we're trying to make some bullshit political point or anything. It's because we're old men and we're because we're dumb. And we're trying. We're trying our hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Because I literally like all this week have been having that exact thought of like, yeah. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna do this for a whole oh, episode. They're the same person, but they're not because one's a fictional character and the yeah. other one's a real person. Oh man. Um, okay, I'll put it this way. I'll put it as succinctly as I can before we start to break it down. There is a lot to talk about with this movie. There's a lot of things that are not great about this movie. That being said, I enjoy I actually had fun with this movie. I did enjoy this movie overall. There is wow, a lot to unpack with it though. As fun as it is, yep, there's definitely some big old things wrong with it. There's actually for me there's only a few actually only a few things that are kind of wrong about this movie. But they're so glaringly big and obvious to the point of going, I'm trying to keep this as non-spoilery as possible for a little bit, but to the point of going, how do you as a studio, filmmaker, producer, anyone along the way go, oh no, we should maybe take some more time with this and fix this properly. I have a note that is sort of uh, representative of that that I think summarizes it pretty well, uh, which is that... Three quarters of this movie is a solid seven out of ten, mm-hmm. but the other quarter is absolute mm-hmm. dog shit and drags the overall rating down into the basement. Yes, which is wild. Like, and it's a matter of like quantity of quality versus like short bursts of very strange decisions of crazy. De- like, it's it's bafflingly bad. Yeah, the, the, these portions yeah. and, and these things that that don't work in this movie. Right. To the point that you it takes you out of the movie. And then all you could focus on is like, that was weird. Yeah. And, it's and not most even, of the two hours is a solid film. Yeah. Pretty good. Not, yeah. Nothing too crazy great, but pretty good. There's some moments that I'm like, oh, that's really good. It's just it's just fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, a it's not a bad movie. movie. And then the other quarter of it is just so strange yes and not in a it's not like the first three quarters are good and the last quarter is bad no it's sprinkled throughout yeah it's peppered throughout it's you'll be watching and you'll be like okay i'm starting to get into this and then there's a baby in the microwave (laughs) i don't think it's a spoiler at this point because i think everybody has to know about that funko made a figure of that did they really yeah there's a figure of barry trying to save all these crazy weird ass looking babies that's that's insane right they thought that was going to be a huge game changer of a scene yeah i you know what okay so let's get into this so like i said i had fun with it there are for me there are some big glaring things that we'll get into that like you said really i think overall it's not worth your time i think we're we're sort of disagreeing on that but i think it's i think we're both pretty close to the line of like you're just on the other side of it and we're shaking hands (laughs) i I feel like i liked it a little more than than you did yeah but yeah i i think those those small things are so weird that it yeah, it makes it very hard for me to enjoy the movie as a whole. Yeah, I'm a little I will confess. First of all, we got to talk for a second the box office of this because it is yeah. bombing hard and I'm actually kind of baffled it's doing so badly. And this is not even getting into uh, you know the quality of 
or lack thereof of some of the parts of the movie or things like that. Yeah. It, I'm just baffled by the fact, I mean, because here's the thing, we're talking about this on a podcast. And if you're listening to this, it's because you're this into things like this that you want to talk, you like talk about how the sausage is made. But for the majority of people, just normal average Joe's, None of this matters. You know what I mean? Like, yes. this should be a huge hit. So let's get into some numbers first. Yeah, go for because it. Because I have here, like, why did this movie fail? Because even we talked last week, I think, a little bit about how when a movie doesn't do well opening weekend. Right. It's not because the movie is bad. The movie might be bad. Because nobody has seen the movie. Right. Yeah. There's no real reviews of it. Right. And in fact, if that were the case, this movie should have done very well opening weekend because there were great rave reviews from CinemaCon. <laughs> Tom Cruise literally was like, Go see the fucking movie. Like Stephen King also was saying very good things like, about it, which yeah, is a weird. They lined one. up all these celebrities to say how great it was. So the budget was around. There's some discrepancy, but around yeah. two hundred million dollars. As of recording this episode, the film has made two hundred and ten million dollars. Right. So it's just over the budget. Yes. You have to double the budget for anyone who knows to know for marketing. Marketing. Uh, roughly, it's usually around that, and especially for this, there's probably a fuck ton of marketing. Yep. And uh, they're not going to make that money back. So nope. here are some. Reasons that people have been speculating this movie did poorly. Right. And then we're going to get into what I think it is, at least the main one. Yeah. All the Ezra Miller stuff, which if you've been listening to our show for more than, I don't know, six months, you've probably heard us talk about this person nonstop. For sure. People don't like superhero movies anymore is one that has been brought up. I don't think we're yep. going that direction. I mean, the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse made a fuck ton of money. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 made a fuck ton of money. Right. Well, but uh, another thing is uh, nobody gives a shit about any of this because James Gunn is just going to change everything in two movies. It's a possibility. Maybe. The lead actor wasn't allowed to promote the film, which is very strange. Yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe. Here's what I think it is. Okay. These are the movies. This is just a list of some of the films that have come out in the last six months. Okay. Knock at the Cabin, Ant-Man Quantumania, Creed 3, 65, Scream 6, Shazam Fury of the Gods, John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons, Tetris, Air, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Bo is Afraid, Evil Dead Rise, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, The Little Mermaid, Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and Elemental. Yeah. And we're in a recession. Yeah. I think people are like, I can't do it. There used to be like two big blockbusters a year. Yeah. And you'd go to see maybe both of them, but maybe yeah. just one. And now we're in a this crazy renaissance where we've got like 20 at once. Well, the other thing. Yeah. In the summertime, you might get like one a month. Right. Like exactly. you have three blockbusters that summer. Yes. June, July, August. Right. You know? But yeah, I think you're right. And now it's like two a month. And people are looking forward to the movies that are about to come out, which over the next six months includes Asteroid City, Indiana Jones. Five, Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Haunted Mansion, TMNT Mutant Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem. I was thinking about that grimace shake. Mm. Gran Turismo, Blue Beetle, Craven the Goddamn Hunter, Saw 10, <laughs> Dune Part 2, The Marvels, The Hunger Games, Wonka, Ghostbusters, Aquaman, Legally Blonde 3. Yeah. So there's all there's a whole bunch left as well. Yeah. And somewhere in there. People have like lives where they take a vacation or something. Too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think it, it's not because people are like, oh, people are sick of superhero movies. No, I think people are not that people are sick of movies, but I think, like you said, they have their pick of the litter. They have their pick of the litter. They're like, yeah. And also they know that this will come to streaming at some point. 
And so the idea of like, oh, if I don't catch it in theaters, then my only other option is like I have to rent it at Blockbuster or buy the DVD. Yeah. You know, like that used to be. And it was like, that's eh, not worth like I got to wait forever. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is that this is another like you were just talking about the difference between people like us who are and people who probably listen to this podcast who are in the zeitgeist. They know what's going on with all this stuff. They give a shit about these characters. How many of your average Joes give a shit about who the Flash is? Yeah. How many of them could name his first and last name? Well, I think that they're, I think that they, he's, I think he's an okay character. He's a character level enough to get at least maybe like some of your average Joes going like, oh, I know who the, I've seen the Flash. I mean, he was he had his own television show, so that also right. Helps. But enough to make you want, even without any marketing or whatever, to pay money to see a movie like this. Right. Well, I think that's also one of the reasons they put Michael Keaton in. Right. Thinking that it'll bring back this yeah, nostalgia yeah, yeah. factor. But the all but the other problem with that is like that's not even really enough. Like that's nostalgia factor for me and you. Right. But like. Barely me. I was two. But yeah, but that's the thing. You're on like the cusp of it, you know? So for our generation, that's a little bit of nostalgia factor. Like I, I, I think that was the first movie I ever saw in the theater, but I don't remember really going. Right. I remember it on VHS. Yeah, me too. You know, I remember it from, from home movies and stuff like that. Um, Home movies. Cause you know, I was on the set. Just me and, <laughs> With and your Nicholson little camcorder. Took me, yeah, Nicholson took me to a Lakers game one night. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> but uh, we, and then we banged all the Laker girls. It was great. It was awesome. But no, like I, I, you know, we we remember this character. Yeah. But it's not someone who like this is not this is not a character who like for the following generation has a whole lot of nostalgia factor. People will still kind of know it yeah. and they'll go like, Oh yeah, it's that guy from those movies. That's fun. And I think they were banking more on that. I think they were banking a little more heavily that that was going to come into play. And it doesn't. They were probably hoping dads were going to take their kids. Dads were going to take their kids. But uh, even Sarah turned to me and was like, do you think, because Emerson knows the flash. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, do you think, Ever since you got, and I was like, nah, I don't. Well, think but I so. even mean a little older than us, with kids a little older than us. Like maybe someone who's like in their forties, right? Who was right, like, right. you know, ten or fifteen when that movie came out, might bring their twelve or fifteen year olds, right? But the twelve or fifteen year olds at that point is like, nah, I don't want to go see this movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're old oh, enough to make their decision. But they might be like, I don't give a shit. Get in the truck. Get in the fucking car. All right. <laughs> Could get tickets to those Laker games. You were conceived while we watched the Avengers Age of Ultron and you will watch The Flash with your father. I do think so. I don't think that people, the the average Joes out there are fully aware of the Ezra Miller controversy. But I do think the idea that like you didn't have your star out there doing the normal press does in a kind of almost subconscious way hurt your box office because also you didn't really have Michael Keaton out there doing it either. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't feel like doing it and he doesn't want to do it. So you were supposed to bank on Ezra Miller going out and doing it and they can't. Yeah. And so, you know, again, the way that people know that things are out there, yeah, they get the trailers, they'll see the ads on billboards and buses and things like that. But I mean, listen, I'm, you know, susceptible to like if Ezra Miller were to come out on Fallon and be really charming, I'd be like, I like. 
like that guy. Oh, let me see this. Oh, it looks like a fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, more yeah. in tune to what when the movie is and what's well, going and on. Instead, our only gateway into this actor has been through the the crimes they've been charged with. Right, exactly. And so, and yeah. And what does it say? Every, like, article you see, every time someone addresses the issues that this person has had, what do they say? Ezra Miller, the actor known for playing the, the Flash. Flash. Yeah, so it's like, I think just not being out there, you get a lot of, because you also have to remember, whenever they do talk shows, you get free press out of that. It's not just you go and do the show, but like, you know, again, Fallon and Kimmel and all these guys are really good at like, they come out to do a fun segment. And then what happens the next day? Good Morning America, the Today Show, are like showing like, hey, look at the fun thing that Ezra Miller did on, on the yeah. Tonight Show. And you can't catch it on YouTube. And it's a whole extra bit of marketing that they weren't able to cash in on and get some goodwill going for this movie. Right. Let's get into the movie itself. Okay. Let's do this. I'm going to have spoilers. Yeah, I'm just going to say that really, right now. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm going to mine are so the things that are strange about this movie uh-huh. are so specific that you have to and spoil unique it. to this. All right, film. Let's get it. Then we'll just say spoilers. We're, we'll just go right into spoilers. All right, That's fine. Sounds good. I, although I will say, okay, so it's the flash and uh, it's flashpoint. It's basically, it's somebody else. Uh, I'm, I'm not the original person to say this, but it's, they were like, it's no way home, but the flash. Or no, it's across the Spider Verse, but the Flash. And I yeah. was like, yeah, it's pretty much that. Yeah, uh, it's another multiverse story. Everybody, enough said about the plot. Yeah, I. You know what? To, to talk about the baby in the microwave, which sounds like a weird, just hypothetical thing. Yeah, <laughs> like the elephant in the room. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I'm taking it. We're using it now. That's the new elephant in the room. To yeah. talk, let me. Let's talk about the baby in the microwave for a let's second. Let's repurpose it. Yeah, I'm claiming it back. Sounds um, like one of those old, like, edgy jokes you'd tell in high school. Yeah, like the dead baby jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. But actually, I know people are ragging on, on that sequence. I actually liked it. I thought it was fun. I understood the... It's an odd, odd scene. It's a fine segment. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's not The CGI like, is real it's weird. Not, it's real weird. It's real weird. Although I wasn't sure. I, I let me put it this way: until later on in the movie, when they showed more CGI, at first I, I think I was more forgiving of it because I was like, "Oh, I think this is that part." I was like, I th- "Maybe that it's kind of like purpose." Okay, do you know what I mean? Because like, it's in the it's he's in the flash for the, the because he's in the flash. Yeah, he's in the speed, the speed force. force. Yeah, yeah. He's in okay. the speed force. He's going fast. But then I saw the rest of but the movie. But the CGI, the baby is still weird CGI when he's no longer in the Speed Force and he takes it out of the microwave. Fair. Yeah, I will give you like that. Like in that same scene. In that same scene. Yes, I will give you that. I think they well, <laughs> but uh, maybe I'm going to float a theory. I have a theory that maybe the CGI on that baby is weird purposefully because they needed everyone to be really, really sure that they did not in fact put a real baby in a microwave before they get started getting no, letters and shit. It's because babies are hard to do. Yeah, well, babies are hard to do. And again, I, part of me was like, alright, yeah, babies are hard to do. You know what I mean? You go, alright, that's fine. Yeah. I get what you're and doing. And again, if that was the only bad part, because especially at the same time that Across the Spider-Verse news is coming out and people are talking about, like, you know, their CGI people were working like 120 hours a yep. week or whatever. 
whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. for dog shit pay. Yeah. Like I'm much more forgiving of some bad CGI here and there. Right. If they were like, hey, everybody worked a normal work week and this right. is what the CGI is. I'd be like, good. You know what? I'll take it. But Great. it also doesn't need that much. Like, yeah. Use a high speed camera yep. and have your actors sit on a green screen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know. Yeah. I know exactly what <laughs> you you're can, saying. You don't have to have the tumbling babies out of a building. You don't have to. It's cool. It it's a good cool. idea. It's an original idea. Which it is. I think but like, I, check I your budget, check the amount of time you yep. have, and then figure out how to move forward from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, it's actually, speaking of, since we're getting into the, the, like, the speed force and the movement, and you were talking about, like, that whole thing, I... All right, let me let me pose a question to you. First of all, how did you like the running effect? I felt like it shifted, like it changed periodically, depending on what part of the movie we were in. Right. I actually have here. Um, my first note is there are hints or maybe remnants of a good story, but they're blindsided by the weirdest choices. Some of the CGI is really good. Mm-hmm. The initial running effect is really good, uh-huh. but then it gets real weird. And I start to notice his weird run. Yes. And, and it's very strange. Right. And like some of it's good. Some of it isn't. Here's my follow up to that, though. Is there any sort of flash that you have seen that has gotten the running effect right? Okay. So right is obviously like there's a million different ways to do right, it. Right, I know, but like one that you're like that the works. first episode of the Flash season one, the Grant Gustin one. Uh-huh. They literally just use a high speed camera on a uh, like a timed rig. So like you set your camera up, you do a high speed camera, and you have it go like really fast around a room. And then you have your actor stand on a green screen and have that same camera go a lot slower around the room. And then you can put them together and you slow down the camera that was used to film the stuff. So, like, they have the scene in the first episode where he goes into a coffee shop. Yeah, and this the waitress is and drops they a bunch of stuff. comic book. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. And the waitress drops a bunch of stuff and, and it freezes and he's in yeah. there and he can see it moving basically either in slow motion or like completely frozen. Right. I think that's a really cheap, easy and effective way to do a lot of the speed stuff. Right. And obviously it doesn't show him like stepping into the speed force or whatever. Right. The first shot of him running in this where the, the, the street gets really long and the camera's down by his foot and then it catches up to him and he bolts down is actually pretty good. Okay. I, I think that works really well. Yeah. His weird run is so, it's so weird. It's I don't the, understand it's, it. It's because when they go out, then he's running at a slower you know what I mean? It's this weird, smooth movement. Yes. And he's well, it's also like, is that how you go into the speed force as you wiggle your hands around while you run and you have to crouch down to the ground? You're pushing reality out of the. It's like you're going through a beaded curtain. You can't know? we just run that? But that's like, what I'm saying. Just, like, why yeah. is it? Yeah. And I, but then it also because I was like, I don't like. This. But also, I, I then kept thinking, like, but have I ever seen a flash that like I did? They did get it. I was trying to think back to the Grant Gustin. Yeah, I think that was the closest. They change it around a bunch in the show, too. They do. But I think the early seasons, they did do it really well. And it looked pretty. It looked especially for TV. Like, I was like, yeah, he doesn't look like an idiot. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's really all. Yeah. Even the John Wesley ship one from the 90s wasn't was it was simple. It was easy. They just fast forwarded him running. Yeah. And made the other stuff go even faster than that. Yeah. I've also seen people talk about like they've been, I don't know what word I'm lobbying. I'll say Mm -hmm. they've been lobbying for like, can't we have the flash just run like a hundred miles an hour? 
Like, how much more interesting would it be if, if there are things that can kind of catch up to him? Oh, yeah. Slow him down, essentially. Right. And people yeah. were talking about, you know, the I forget his name, but the kid in The Incredibles. Like, Jack they Jack. Send, yeah. Oh, no. no um, um, is it Flash? No, it's Dash. Dash. It's Dash. Sure. Whatever that fucking weirdo is. He should. He belongs in a microwave. But they they there are like devices oh, he got that, his powers yeah, yeah exactly that the villains send after him that are like gaining on him and he has to like use his like what little strategy he has that he's able to come up with to be able to lose them yeah and so i i don't know if that's the way i want the flash to be in the future but like it does make it a little more interesting than just like oh we're here now yeah <laughs> like oh, we yeah. blinked and now we're, and somewhere, now we're else. somewhere else yeah i understand what you're saying there yeah, I, I can't think of it. It's like I said, it's just an odd. It's just it's a weird run. I don't know what that gate is. Yeah. It's a weird gate that he has. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was, it, it was. Here's the thing, too. A lot of the he choices. Looks like a speed skater. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of the choices for this film feel like they were made for a joke that would come later in the movie, which happens with this in particular, uh, you know. He does that later and there's a big joke about it, but also like the tooth thing, which we'll get into. Yeah, it's all weird. There's so many weird things that were clearly setups for jokes that weren't very good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the weird run might be one of them. Yeah. I will say the only time the weird run worked for me is when he lost his powers and he's trying to run around the room. And and he's like conscious of like it's a weird run. It's like not I was bad, like, okay. right? That's not a bad joke, but it feels like the whole reason they did this run was for it's that to do bit. that joke. Yeah, I yeah. can understand that. Yeah. Uh, so all right, I'm gonna try and speed through these because we're still on my very first one. Yeah, go go go. go. <laughs> uh, the setup for the characters I think is really good. Bruce, mm-hmm. why aren't you here? Barry says, and then you see where Bruce Wayne is and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and you see you know Jeremy Irons and stuff like the way all these characters are introduced fun. is yep. yeah pretty good. It's all fun. Affleck is good jeremy irons is good oh look gal gadot is in it i believe she was actually there which is whether she was or not i actually believe she was there and not standing in a booth somewhere right exactly why does the lasso of truth make you say the most horrible awkward things (laughs) i don't know wouldn't it be funnier if batman was just like i could have done all of this without you (laughs) while it was wrapped around you know i mean he does say the the thing about like my ego will not let me say thank you which i was like that makes sense in that moment yeah for me batman is more interesting if like he he doesn't have the self-awareness that it's his ego, right? Like Batman to me is more interesting if he's like, no, I could have done all of this without you, you know, like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he we think he had. But but maybe he could have done all of it with it because he's Batman, you know, like right, maybe right. it looks like the guy was about to slip, but he had a backup plan all along. Maybe he didn't. Maybe we'll never know. But like right. to me, Batman is more interesting when he when he is like. No, I'm I had this under control and they're like, but the lasses around you and it didn't look like you had. And he's like, I had everything under, you know, like that to me is a more interesting Batman. I guess I like the idea of like it's going to dig something out of you, like a truth out of you that like you won't even admit to yourself. It's just in there. I don't like that. It's always weird and awkward. I don't like awkward humor, though. You know, that whole thing. Uh, the sex thing. It was so strange. Anyway, that was, that was a weird. I, so I didn't strange. laugh out loud at that, but it was a strange. I was like, that went weird. Uh, I wrote here. Those CGI babies are so bad. Uh, the eating thing is weird and never really comes back into play. Like how he has to eat in order to oh, the calories thing. Yeah. There's never yeah. a moment where he's like, oh, I wish I could save them, but I need to eat a Twix bar or something. I do like that idea. Yeah. And it's as in the concept. great Gustin one as well. Yeah. And I think it's and in they, some of they, the comics, too. Yeah. Apparently. 
the original, oh no, not the original script because that was made in the 1700s, but <laughs> the one at some point, the guys who did Dungeons and Dragons were on board with this. Right. They were, they were going to do it. And yeah. apparently that's a holdover from whatever script they were going to do. Gotcha. And that was a bigger kind of plot yeah, point of that course. would like pay off. Yeah. Which you're right. Like it feels it's an interesting, like that. I, and, and I like that idea. But you're right. It never like pays off. Like yeah. he never actually runs out of calories and like passes out in the middle of a thing, which would have been cool. Right. Or he's about to save somebody and then he just can't. And actually, I would have been like, oh, that's awesome. Actually. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here. Those CGI babies are so bad. Why are the CGI babies so bad? I just kept writing it over and over again. Yep. Uh, the driver jumping out of the truck instead of dealing with Batman is a good bit. I like that. Oh, yeah, that was good. I'm sick of the tropes of protagonists who everyone is horribly mean to for no reason. Like, it makes no sense that Barry doesn't have a single friend. He's handsome, talented, smart, tall, unique, and everybody fucking hates him. And it's so strange. I'll go in the opposite direction. I don't don't think that, that Barry is any of those things. But also those people that are making fun of him. Also not that great. Like they're not like it's not sure. like that he's surrounded by supermodels. Okay, Did you say you don't think Barry is any of those things. No, no. Well, uh, you know. tall. Oh uh, yeah, tall. You're right. Actually, <laughs> like, smart. Actually, Ezra Miller is is tall, and yeah, Barry's. But uh, what I'm saying is like he's not. Uh, Barry's not like you know. Y- you'll have it in a movie where it's like b- fucking Brad Pitt is like getting made fun of for being a dork and I'm like that guy looks like a fucking model but but so does Bezra Miller right but what I'm saying is that they they make this character out to be kind of nerdy and fine that's that's all well and good but also the people that are making fun of him to me we're like on the same par of for sure but my thing is that he doesn't like Barry doesn't have a single fucking friend a single one. But that's one. what I mean. Why wouldn't those people... Those people look like they should be his friends. Sure. But I, those I people at least have each other. They're right. each other's friends. But they I, each have a friend. Yeah, but I... Yeah. <laughs> I just don't... I, I don't it was know. Like, it's yeah, weird. I know what you're saying. Everything about this movie feels like it's from the early 2000s. Like, the story about the funny, charming, nerdy guy that everybody hates for some reason, and the CGI is taken straight from Dwayne Johnson's CGI double from the second Mummy movie. I yes, swear to fucking is. God. Yes, it is. Uh, young Barry has a fit while trying to answer an impossible question for school, which made me ask, am I autistic? <laughs> I might be autistic. Yep. Barry's parents are good. It's good to see Ron Livingston yep. back in action, yeah. which is cool. He's fantastic. Uh, I wrote here, why does Barry run like that? Yeah. <laughs> already kind of addressed that. Uh, would have been nice to see Bruce think about whether he wanted Barry to save his parents for a second, because he asks, like, he's like, I-, I could go back and save my parents. I could save your parents. And Bruce is just like, no, we don't do that because we're blah. It would have been nice to see him just think about it for a second. In my mind, Batman has figured out time travel a long time ago and was it's like, possible. should I do this? Yeah. <laughs> he's figured that Maybe, out. He's, yeah. he's already he's had, already this, had conversation this discussion with yet, But it, yeah. it would have been nice to see him just think <laughs> yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then give his answer. I don't know. It's a it's a small thing. But uh, yeah. what else? Why is Iris not running away screaming from this absolute psychopath? I've written here <laughs> in the uh, in in the apartment. Yes, yes. <laughs> like yeah. literally, he's like, I could just go back in time and change everything. And she's like, No, you couldn't. And he's like, No, I totally could. Well, I couldn't change everything because of this, that, or the other thing. But if I changed a small thing, I could just do that right now. Anyway, it was great to see you. Yeah, we should do this again sometime. And I'm like, Get out! He's gonna murder you. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Oh, here we go. So here's a a weird plot hole that I caught my second time watching this movie. So wait, Barry goes back, changes the thing, and then goes forward a little bit, and now there are two Barrys, right? Yes. Why isn't there an extra Barry every time he goes back in time? Hang on, I gotta think about this. He goes, okay, he goes back 
to the... He goes back to the grocery store. To when he was like 10. Yeah, puts the can in. Yeah. Right? And then he starts to try to go back to the present. And he gets knocked into the thing. Right. And then Which also just head back to the present. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah, yeah. he got pushed out. And then, like, be like, oh, that was weird. And then just do it again. You know, like. That's I don't true, know. actually. Yeah. That's why doesn't he just go. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if it was like he tried to go back in and kept getting pushed out, I'd be like, OK, right. I guess he's got to stay here. And then he sees yeah. his parents house or whatever. But but yeah, like so then they start at the end. They start doing it over and over again. Right. He and right, other right, berry. Right, right, right. But there's never an extra berry. Like every there should be like 50 berries. 50 by berries. The end yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, also, I had this thought because so, so in the comics, what normally happens is when the flash will go back in time he has what's called the cosmic treadmill Mm -hmm. um to help create enough energy in the speed force to like propel him through but the other thing that the cosmic treadmill does makes it so that he's not running around things (laughs) like every time he does this thing and he's running at the at such a force that like he goes into the speed force it goes back in time i was you know I was like, you're going to fucking hit a brick wall. Yeah. Like, you're just going to kill someone right yeah. now. Like, you, <laughs> like you just mo- Yeah, I know. You just A-train like a football team. The entire, I was like, this is... Stop doing that. Get yeah. on a treadmill. Anything. Go to an Equinox and, like, get in there and just be like, can I use your treadmill for, like, 30 seconds? And just go in and, like... Use I don't it. think their treadmills go that fast, Chris. It doesn't matter. Just make, keep them still for a, for a half a second. Because they yeah. kept running. I was like, oh, my God, you're going to run it out everything holy shit like you're killing everyone right or, now. yeah just like i don't know go to the desert or so or can, can he run on water he could probably run on the ocean he can run on water go to the beach go to the ocean go to the beach yeah, yeah. and just run across the ocean that'll get you across but like i'm like you're just gonna run into stuff <laughs> even even doc brown knew to go to a parking lot you know what i mean maybe he's phasing that's all he's phasing and he's running at the yeah. same can you i guess you can yeah that's that yeah sure let's say he's phasing <laughs> okay Jeez. i wrote here why would lightning make you lose a tooth i googled it it doesn't <laughs> that's what <laughs> lightning doesn't make you lose a tooth and that's the thing that you bumped on yes. not the fact that lightning gives you superpowers <laughs> well the lightning doesn't the chemicals the chemicals do. that well the chemicals took out his tooth okay <laughs> well i'm gonna google what chemicals can remove a tooth it's gonna say grimace shake i'm just letting you know right now <laughs> and then i wrote here he glues it back in back. <laughs> Why? He's I I the only thing about that I bumped on it was like you're a genius. What are you doing? You know what that's gonna do to you. Get a get a fake tooth later. What are you doing? Why? Who gives a shit? I don't know. You have more important things to do than worry about your fucking smile. (laughs) I don't know. I wrote here. I really don't need every movie in the DCEU to explain where everyone was during Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. I guess we're going to get that anyway. Yeah. Michael Keaton is a fucking beast. Yes, I love this introduction. It's going to be a scene I watch on YouTube in the future. (laughs) Oh, him coming out of a cupboard. Oh, my God. It's so good. And one berry just getting demolished and the other berry just like stepping to the side over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was great. It was really really good. Bruce Wayne is a great character to have in a time travel movie because I was like, how does he know how time travel works? Oh, it's because he's Batman. Because he's Batman. Just yeah, that's things. what I mean. Yeah. It's just everything. Everything is Batman. Yeah, for and, sure. And I also love this Batman because he is, A, 
uh, thinks that everyone else is a complete moron. Yes. And B is a complete psychopath. Yes. <laughs> he's yeah. just a fucking psychopath. Like that's that scene where he's sewing his own arm and you can yes. see there's a glimmer in nuts. his eye of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, they wanted to get nuts and he got nuts. He got nuts. <laughs> yeah. I delivered on what he promised. Yeah. Uh, there's a nice little moment as well that I think must have been like an improvised moment where he kicks an empty milk container on the floor and it startles him as he's leaving. <laughs> it's right after he says, pass where they're like will you help us and he's like pass Pass. and they're like what and he turns to leave and like gets startled by a milk carton and then just keeps walking i I like did you notice this weird saunter up the stairs which was kind of great he's having a great time he really was he was like no this is not he's like well luckily i'm not the lead of this movie so i'm not gonna have to do any press for this it's not gonna be on these shoulders baby that's all on you ezra good luck with that well he was probably like like, I don't know, the last time I played this character, they fucking deleted the movie off the servers. So who knows if anyone's ever going to see this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that they remade the 89 Batmobile just to have it sit there. Why the fuck? I was like, that is, man, is that Chekhov's Batmobile or what? Like, <laughs> Jesus. They yeah. made such a big deal. They played the score. The, the, if you notice, the technically the Batmobile got a bigger score than Batman did, actually. Yes. Like, yes. That got the, sure. the Batman theme more than Bruce Wayne did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. And then never, never brings it out again. Sometimes Ezra Miller is a good actor and sometimes they aren't. Uh, and the younger one is fucking annoying. He, they are. But <sighs> they hung a, la- a, a lamp on it, which was. Yeah, but it's still two hours of me having to deal with this fucking yes. nitwit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that I, it I, works for the story and I see what they were trying to do, but it works yeah. better as like a short film or something. I don't want to have to deal with this motherfucker for but, so long. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Or at least just show him like slowly getting less annoyed. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. he's, yeah. he starts off like really annoying and really, st- which also, by the way, the only thing it, it started off weird for me because it was like, that's technically the same kid that also couldn't figure out what would you know uh, how to not put so many math problems on, sure. a, piece, on a piece but of they paper. both are they, but that's what i'm saying they're both yeah. that one kid and yeah just because his uh, his mom was alive i was like he seems like a moron you know what i mean yeah. like he doesn't yes. seem like a genius he seems right absolutely seems like his mom is fucking terrible yeah i was like <laughs> this guy does he not turned seem, out to be an idiot a, a complete idiot and they squandered his intelligence yeah. at some point she does everything for him i guess right so i'm like yeah i i agree i with wrote you. here as well why does barry why does older barry even come with them to look for superman because he's fucking useless He's just a guy. I had that thought as well. Yeah. I was like, why? Just send him out. They cut out the word dick twice. Like they do the same joke twice where he's like, oh, man, it's it's really tight in my dick. And they he's like, OK, whatever. And then later he's like, man, this is this blows. Di-. And they're like, oh, what? like they do the exact same joke two different times at different parts of the movie, which is annoying. Why can Supergirl speak English? She was taken by Russians as a baby, right? How does she was know? Was she a baby? I don't know. Do they ever say that she was a baby? I don't think she was a baby. How does she know who Zod is? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Well, that, that also goes into like when some does of she that clarification would have been nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I typically she's. I mean, again, uh, the average Joe doesn't know this origin story, but typically she's a little older for sure than. Kal-El when they start off. But this Krypton. is a different universe. Right. Like, yeah, I just I know assumed that she crash landed and they fucking. I think part of it is just in. like. 
get on with it. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. we gotta get, we gotta fucking go. Because there's the other thing too. Is like they're fucking useless. The Russians at getting her back in. Right? They break out and they're just shooting her. Right. If she was in a, if she was older when they grabbed her, they must have a way. They would know. Yeah. They might, or yeah. they'd have minimum have a way to do it. Or at minimum, they would know. Yeah. That it's gonna yeah. be hard. Uh, she's fine. The actress, she's good. I like her a lot. I like she's her. Probably a lot. my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she's really good. They gave her like, they like gave her a plot, and then they just stopped. Kind of like the same thing with with Michael Keaton. They like a gave bit, him yeah. a plot, and then they just like stopped. This is fine. <laughs> the yeah, end. That's enough. You've seen enough of these two. He's old. Let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, you'll see him again in another movie. The Barbie line doesn't work, even with the missing music. So for anyone who doesn't know, there was oh, supposed yeah. to be there's a, there's a, a moment where one of the berries says. All right, Barbie, and the other one says, "Let's go party." And it's super confusing. And then they yes. just bolt off. They're evidently the song "Barbie Girl" was supposed to play in that moment. Oh, was that supposed to be a needle drop? Yes. Interesting. And they what? Couldn't get the rights to that song, I, or change their mind, or something. But they already had that moment, so they kept it in. But it's interesting because without the music, it's not that it doesn't work without the music, right? But it shows how. Bits like this throughout the film just don't work regardless. Yeah. Because like when you're like, why, why would, you know, there's, there's videos where people have taken, you know, say the end of a new hope where they're getting their medals and stuff and they remove the music and it's just silent for like 10 minutes and everyone's just like looking at each other in silence and smiling and nodding. Right. And it's super awkward and strange. And this shows that like, it's, it doesn't work with the music because they what it's not even like if it was a callback or something. Yeah. Sure. But like it's not a common phrase to right. bring up. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah. Michael Shannon is always amazing. Quote, the infant did not survive. <laughs> fucking incredible delivery of yeah. that line. And it's amazing considering I think he performed that in a closet somewhere. Or yeah, something. probably. Like, I don't think he, he's he really good, like, though. Yeah. He was like, I think I was there for maybe seven hours. I don't even know if I'm in this. I have no it idea. It seems like they were planning to make young Barry the reverse flash and then chickened out. Yeah. Well, they kind did of did you get that feeling? So they, they make him. OK. So the end of the movie is they've been running, trying to he's trying to, like, fix this whole thing. And then he becomes like uh, there is Dark Flash. Yeah. There's a character in the comics called the Dark Flash. And this is kind of like their version of it. Yeah. Which Dark Flash, by the way, is my alias with the local police. Yeah. um, They which I'll be honest, when he when that thing first popped up and knocked him out of the speed force. I was like, fuck. Yeah, me too. That was cool. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck was that? That was crazy. I want to know what and that then, was. Yeah. And then I they thought it was a time wraith. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what is this? Which is this something is... I, I assume it's in the comics, but it's something that happens in the CW series. Yes, it, I think it does. Yeah. yeah. But the, I was like, oh, that's really cool that I didn't know that this was in this. You yeah. know, this character was. Yeah. In this. Yeah. And then like a hidden villain that like we didn't know about. Villain. And then hidden villain ranch. Mm, mm, <laughs> nice. Apparently, if you put a little hidden villain ranch on your tongue yeah. and then you drink a grimace shake, the true flavor comes out, which is diarrhea. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't touch on it again. And I was like, OK, that's I mean, I, I was like, I feel like this. Will, this is this feels like a third act thing. And I was like, OK, right. yeah, so they're going to do a rule of threes. We're going to see this guy two more times. And then the third yeah. time they're going to yeah, figure yeah, out yeah, what yeah, this yeah. is. But then it just turns out it's young Barry just doing this thing over and over again. 
And that happened like 60 years for like 60 years. But for us, it's like two minutes. Yeah. And then Barry's like, stop doing this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Also, that's a lot. of. He gets that look by getting shrapnel in him constantly. At some point, you're dead, right? Like that. Well, if his body's constantly healing. Yeah, but I think it is. Yeah, but he's not Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like, well, it seems like they're kind of making his healing abilities like that. Kind of do that. Yeah. yeah, Which is not. I mean, it's not it's not accurate to the comics, but it's like, fine. Sure. Whatever. But also like. At a certain point, you're just like, yeah, he has it ever in his head. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I mean, pretty if, sure well, you just even die. like if your blood isn't is like if there's something in your hand that is obstructing the blood, keeping it from going like from your heart to your brain. Yep. And that's what I mean. It's yeah. all over his body. And I'm like, he's dead. Right. He's, yeah. At this point, he'd be dead. But um, so it turns and then he's just like, stop doing this. And they're like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm old now anyway. I got to pee. So I'll, I guess that I'll isn't what happened, off. though. Right. Well, no, I, he. See, I can't even remember how this fucking movie ended. This is like this is how much it just was like, all right. It just. What the fuck does happen, actually? <laughs> God damn it. Would you like to know? Go for it. Yeah, because you're going to say something that I'm going to remember. He says that there's a loop that's been happening yeah. for an eternity, basically. Yes. Where Barry constantly is being killed, and then young Barry is continuing the thing. to do it, yes. and then gets older, and then young Barry comes in, and then, uh, or old, Oh, new. right, and then, uh, yes, okay. But this time, yes, young Barry, Barry steps, steps in front in. That's of right. the That's killing right. blow. That's right. I forgot, they and, kill young and Barry. And oldest Barry yeah, <laughs> ends did. up killing himself. Yes, that's right. I was like, this ends in some sort of finality somehow, and I can't remember. Yeah. I wish that had been something that kept popping up because that is a frightening villain yeah when he pops up i was really hoping it was going to be some kind of introduction to i don't know zoom or reverse flash or something like that even if they were like i'm gonna throw this in and and it's not gonna get fully resolved because we're we're threading yeah like in a movie with so many fucking cameos which we'll get to i have a list but yeah like it would have been nice to have like a comic cameo like the reverse flash or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, oh, I would, I, I, you know, it, it's just like, oh, it's young Barry. Yeah. Like as soon as that little thing came out, I was like, oh, it's young Barry. Okay. Yeah. We've been here. Yeah. We've been here before. So I have here, the ending is nice. Him with his mom mm-hmm. in the store sure. and saving his dad and stuff. Ron Livingston is a gift to film. <laughs> He's so good in this. For real though. No, I agree He's with excellent. You. Yeah. Like when he's like crying when he sees that the that Barry saved him with the tape and stuff. It's a really nice moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, the fucking tooth joke doesn't work. And then my last note is OK Go is a good choice for the credits music. I just like that song. Cool. And then do you want to talk about cameos? Let's talk about cameos. So we get the obvious ones. Wonder Woman, Superman. Uh, that's Gal Gadot and um, Henry Cavill. The only actor from the Justice League that we didn't see is Ray Fisher. Chris Hollywood is racist. Tamara Morrison, George Reeves, Adam yep. Adam West. I almost said Adams West. So there's more than one of them. Yep. Christopher Reeve, Nicholas Cage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess all we should say about this because we're going so late is if you would like to know why Nicholas Cage is a cameo in this movie, just search kevin smith superman story on youtube and just watch him talk about it it's great yeah it's an amazing story it's a movie that almost got made and this is an homage to that yeah uh fucking george clooney so what did we think about george clooney sure great i i mean listen i don't uh, the only thing that is odd about this is i'm like 
what are we doing yes. with this? Like that's it's it it's fun and I was like cool, but yeah. then also part of me is like so is this universe dead or is it right. not? Cuz we keep riding the line on this. I don't understand. And also, if we're in the new, because if the point of this was to reboot into the James Gunn verse, Batman is George Clooney in the James Gunn one. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're going to see in the Brave and the Bold. Nope, but 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 it's not. Right? You know what I mean? So I have no idea what this is or anything. It felt like it was all made for like shallow laughs. All the things that we didn't like about it, that I didn't like about it, were the things that were made for just like shallow laughs. The tooth bit, George Clooney, that sort of thing. Yeah, the post credit scene doesn't even really. We're about like, to get there. Do you want to move it. on to that? Because it's let's my last that. cameo. Yeah, let's Is Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, I, as I was watching this post credit scene, what I, I, I really would have loved is actually if Barry Allen had screwed up time so much he was explaining to Jason Momoa that. The actor that he is Aquaman <laughs> in other universes. That'd be pretty good, yeah. And I was like, that's what I was at first because I couldn't understand what the conversation they were having. I was like, wait, is he Jason Momoa? Like, yeah. that'd be kind of baller, right? You know, there. what would have been great though is if Jason Momoa showed up and Barry was like, oh my God, Aquaman, Arthur, I'm so glad to see you. And he was like, who the hell's Arthur? My name's Lobo. And just like punched right. him in the face. I, I, the people were kind of yeah. theorizing that that might be something in post credit scene. They're actually theorizing that maybe. Maybe something like that is going to happen in Aquaman 2, oddly enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's fine. I mean, it's a fine. It's another post credit scene yeah. I sat for a while for while I had to pee and then watch it and went, well, I should have just peed, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The Cl- Clooney thing, it's a fun cameo, but it, it the only thing is, like I said, it's just confusing of like, is this universe dead? If it's dead, that's a great cameo. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Yes. Puts a cool button on the end of it. Yeah. If it's not dead, then what what is it? Like yeah. where does that go from there? Did they think that we would be like, "Oh my god, amazing. I can't wait to see what they do next. They put the worst Batman in this movie." Like I think they were like, "Ah, oh, we got a little uh, we got another Batman in here." Cool. So we have three Batmans in there. But I think that's it. I think they were just going for like, "Oh, another Batman's." fucking dumb and which is fine and that's you know what i did but at the same time i don't think it was dumb dumb i just was like cool i think it was dumb dumb cast your fucking brave and the bold batman and put him at the end yeah but i don't think they know i mean they don't know who that is yet yeah but do it like that's what i mean it's like fucking figure it out and put him in the movie yeah but they barely decided on who the director is the director they they just i don't give a shit this movie is that director of that movie I don't care. How Whatever. is he going to put that person If you're not going to do that, I'm just saying, yeah. do the, if you're going to make, if this is your button on the end of the movie, you have to do that. It can't just be some throwaway Batman because we're getting a new Batman. <laughs> right. That's the only, th- and that's what I mean. That's the only thing about this that I'm like, it doesn't make sense. I like it as a button to this movie, but also if you are building, and that's what I mean, if this universe is done, if they had made the end of the movie this kind of finality where you felt like this is the end of the Snyderverse and now you're going to see the last like it's going to live off in its own little envelope and you'll never see it again but don't worry you can sleep tight all these characters are safe then you can end it that way and be like that's the final send off yeah I understand what you're saying I agree with you 
All right. So uh, last few things I have at the end here. We talked a little bit about the CGI already. I did want to point out initial reviews of this film. I think part of the reason they were so good was because uh, people at CinemaCon were told that the CGI wasn't finished yet. So they thought a lot of the issues would be fixed later. Some people I've seen some reviews from the same people who did a review you know, months ago say that they thought that these problems would be fixed later before it ended up going to theaters and they were not. Nicolas Cage looks fucking terrible. Which apparently he was there. Yep. Apparently that's him. Yep. Well, it's Which, not him. It is a CGI double that they made of him. But but he like went in for this. Right. They didn't use yep. this from like, yeah. you know, the way that like Christopher Reeve shows up in this. George Reeve shows up in this. And like, well, that's they, how it got leaked. Right. Was Andy Machete was like, oh, it was so nice to work with Nicolas Cage. Right. They said he's in this. And so we assumed and I think I had said like, oh, I think he's going to be in that Russian sequence. Yeah. Because I was like. If he's there. Yeah, that's what it would have logic to be. dictates if you get a Oscar winning star like Nicolas Cage. What did you win the going, Oscar for? Uh, leaving Las Vegas. Really? Yes. That's if fascinating. You, uh, if you get an Oscar winning star like Nicolas Cage, you will use him. Yeah. Like maybe he will. I don't know. Open his mouth and say something. Additionally, though, if you have him and he's agreed to do it, maybe put a camera on him. Like, it seems like what they did was they just, like, scanned his body. But that's what I'm saying. That This is what so I'm saying. So weird. It's is like, I, and that's why I assumed he was going to be in the Russian. Yeah. In the, in the Russian sequence, because I was like, oh, they're going to give him something. Even if it's one scene yeah. where they go into a cell and he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see him and you go, great, he got to be Superman. Yeah. The prophecy is fulfilled or whatever. Yeah. But this, it was the same thing of seeing Christopher Reeve on screen as it was Nicolas Cage. Yeah. One of those guys is... Is dead. <laughs> One of them had to look like that because Christopher Reeve, for some reason, won't return their phone calls. <laughs> right. And the other guy is very available yes. because he does everything under He's the just sun. fucking Dracula. He's just all over the place. Yeah. He'll do this. So yeah. I don't understand what this thought process was. Also, like, is just to just to make sure we put a fine point on it and really come out and say it. All the the Speed Force, the CGI, looks like a fucking video game. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And it didn't hit me at first. When I first saw, when I saw the Justice League one, I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's, okay. All right. Like, I understand, you know, these are heightened characters or whatever. But then the Ron Livingston one happened. The one where he puts the tomato can in the cart. Yeah. And he's going through his life. And they're just normal people. Yeah. And I was like... I don't understand what, how is this this bad? Yeah. How is in a movie with this much budget yeah. and this much push behind it? How is that this bad? Well, and figure out like, look, I, I understand half the movie is CGI, right? It's a huge undertaking, right? Make it less than half the movie. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Right. Like rewrite it. So it isn't that much. Well, uh, but uh, even just, I mean, listen, we, we saw, um, quantum mania, yeah. And the post credit scene of that is a thousand Jonathan Majors. Yeah. And they clearly gave Jonathan Majors what looked to be like a trunk of costumes from an improv group. Yeah. And just went, all right, just keep changing into these and yeah. give me a different character. Like we got you. Uh, we got you for the next eight hours, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You couldn't get Ron Livingston. And I'm sorry, I don't know the actor's name, but the actor that plays his mother. Yeah. For a little. Here's a cake. 
just push out the cake. Okay, now, okay. Now here's another thing. Pat him on the head. You know what I mean? Like, just go through the motions and then overlay all of that. Yeah. Well, that's what's so confusing is that they said it's intentional. That's bullshit. I don't buy that at all. Andy Machete said, we did that intentionally. Oh, I know he said it. I don't buy it, is yeah. what I'm saying. I don't believe that that's true. I believe, like I said, in the in the Speed Force sequence, in the, in the baby sequence, I, if he says that, I'll believe that's true. But this thing, you were taking normal people and having them do normal things. And they weren't even really moving. They were moving yeah. in slow motion. Uh, his mom is played by Maribel Verdu, by the way. Thank you. But there, I, I was just like, this is this is bafflingly bad. Yeah. Like, really awful. To the point that it does, it takes me out of the movie. And the rest of the movie, like I said, for all its faults, I really had fun with it. Yeah. Ezra Miller, I think, is absolutely great in this movie. Yeah. Like, you know, even as annoying young Barry, they juxtapose two different versions of the same character really, really well. I agree with that. Yeah. And whoever's playing, there's someone else playing young Barry next to them as well. It's a great scene partner as well to give them something to bounce off of. Yeah, I agree with that. As annoying as young Barry is. It makes sense. It it makes sense. Their play off of each other really works yeah. really well. And they're clearly doing what was asked of them. Yes. Like, it's not like they were asked and they missed it. Like, no, they're they doing, a, they're doing they a great the job, you know, and when he needs to, like, bring older Barry down as far as, like, not now no longer being annoying and, like, being kind of almost the sage. Yeah. I think they hit it pitch perfect. Yeah. Like you said, that scene at the end with his mom is so touching. Yeah. And, like, I was like, man, this is... I can't believe this is getting doing so poorly with a scene like this in a superhero movie. Like it's really, I mean, they're going for it in this scene. They're not phoning it in and they're not going like, well, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. Like they're going for it. All that is great. And then you hit these weird moments where you're like, how the fuck did this get in? Yeah. How did this happen? Yeah. You know, I agree. Uh, Ben Affleck isn't credited. Do you know that? I heard that, which I find odd simply because he's in it. So much, quite a bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, he has an action sequence. Those yeah, take a while. Thirty minutes, film. twenty minutes, something yeah. like that. I mean, granted, that action sequence probably most of that is not him. It's probably some stunt double. Well, yeah, but like, do you think it's Ben Affleck's choice or an accident? No, it's not an accident because Affleck has the representatives that would go, "Hey, fuckers, yeah, you got my client in there, and you don't give him his name." I, do you think he didn't want to be credited? I don't think he didn't. I, I don't think it's. I think I don't know. I, I, I no. I don't think it's one of those things where he saw it and he was like, "This is dog shit." I don't no, be- but just for whatever reason. Yeah, I think he like probably maybe was he's like, like, "I'm done playing Batman, so I just don't want my name yeah, on this." Or- I think he was probably like, "I'm I'm not really." I, I barely. Or maybe even you know, in Hellboy two, I think maybe the first one. I forget, but um, David Hyde Pierce was the voice. Of Abe and Sapien, and he took yeah. he intentionally took his name off of it because he thought Doug Jones was doing such good work as the yeah. body that he was yeah. like, I want that to be Doug Jones played this character. I don't want the credit for this. Yeah, I think that's what I. I it's something I think. It so it could be like Michael. He's like as an ode to Michael Keaton or something. I think it's ju- just like yeah, it's not my movie. It's I'm in this yeah. for like a basically a scene. Yeah, but uh, also people who are in that movie for a scene got credited. Yes, but they th- that's naturally. <laughs> 
what would happen. And I think yeah. he might have been like, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. Uh, also, I don't want to have to. He might also just be like, don't put my name in this because I don't want to keep getting asked then. Am I still Batman? I just don't. I, just, I can't take this. I don't questions. want people to keep asking me to play this character. Because if I get credited as Batman, then it's another thing where I played Batman, officially played Batman. And it's like, then it just starts the whole cycle over people bothering me. And I just don't want to be. I'm finally out. And then eventually old man Affleck has to come in and try to kill me. But young Affleck is going to have to step in the way to make sure it doesn't have breaks the cycle. It's a whole thing. Andy yeah. Machete is directing Batman Brave and the Bold, the next Batman film we're going to get. Are we still on board for this director? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I really, really am. Like I said, the CGI thing is crazy, but yeah. also Brave and the Bold is, I would assume, not going to have something this yeah. kind of big as far as that goes. I still think some but of the bits are weird. Hopefully they'll take a different tone with a Batman film. I do remember thinking, like in that opening action sequence and everything, I was like, how the hell did we have to wait this long? Because I was like really enjoying it with the car chase and yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how the f- why did we have to fucking wait this long for this kind of good of a DC movie. Well, and Affleck even said this is the first time that he feels like he has a grasp on how to play the character. Right. And because it it really, I think this one, like he got all the cool stuff. He got to do all the cool action-y scenes and everything like that. He got a fun, not fun, but a nice dramatic scene with Barry outside the car. As well, I think Wayne. a big part of it, too, is that and we talked about this ad nauseum when we were bringing up when, when the Snyderverse films were all coming out right. that they rushed to get their Avengers movie yeah, and to make it like otherworldly and like somebody's coming to tear apart the universe or some shit. We never got a like Christian Bale, Batman, Batman, where he's just like saving the city from a maniac or whatever. But also I I feel like in this one, they finally let him, they finally let Affleck be Affleck. Like even with, with that lasso of truth joke that you don't like, I'm just like, they allowed him to be, a little bit of a charming person. You got like, you know, Batman when he's not having to be mysterious when he's just around other heroes, like you can let Affleck be the little charming Affleck that he is. And, uh, and fine. So I think he was finally like, yeah, I get to like kind of just do my thing. Now that you mentioned, I think my favorite part was when he, slammed a bat on the window and said, do you like bats? Well, how do you like them bats? Yeah, exactly. I like that one. Yeah, it was a good um, scene. But I'm just like, yeah, they, they, I think he finally is like, yeah, I'm like comfortable being this character. I kind of figured out my way of doing it and everything. And now it's done. But I, I'm sick. Of, if I'm not doing it again, please don't put my name on it. Cause then I got to answer yeah. all these questions. About Who do it. we think it's going to be a different Batman in the brave and the bold, right? Yes. Yeah, then right. Affleck I don't, don't want to get into. <laughs> God, no, I meant other than Affleck, but I don't want to get into who who is it going to be because we've been here forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I'm still on board for Andy Machete. I like him a lot. He is a good director, and I think he's really hit or miss for me. But I, I'm, I think it'll be fine. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I think he'll. Be, no, I think he'll be really, really good. I mean, he the first It movie is really good. And if you give him something like a Batman movie, which can go dark if it wants to. And like I said, that that like dark flash when that came out, when he just yeah. popped out. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, that was frightening. It looked like uh, the ooze guy from Power Rangers. Yeah. But it was just, oh, Ivan Ooze. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, but it was just like <laughs> it just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is really scary. And so like if you give him again like a batman movie which can go in that tone if you wanted yeah. to like he could do some yeah, yeah. really cool shit especially with, with some uh damian wayne yeah. yeah 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 some good uh good scary stories with those two yeah last note i have sasha cow 
I don't know. Our Ka- uh, name. I think it's Kaye. Kaye? I think the uh, uh, I think it's the LL. You made that up. Anyway, no, I'm not Sasha kidding. Sasha Kale has. I don't think that's how you say. <laughs> it is now. Damn it, Sasha Kaye. I'll say it like that. I guess, even though you're clearly pranking me, has met with Peter Safran to discuss. There's too many names in this that I can't pronounce. To discuss playing Supergirl in the future. Won't this, I guess because he shifted things back, because I was going to say, won't this be a different Supergirl? Like, uh, part of the fun of that story is that she's lived in the shadow of her cousin for her entire life. Oh, Woman of Tomorrow. But if he's flashpointed it and she's different now, I I guess we'll have both of them. Possibly. Or you could, I mean... She's you know what I in this movie I was watching and I was like she's kind of jaded enough that you could pull off woman of tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't mind her as an actor. Like, I think she could do it really well. This version of the character, I think they'll have to be like, oh, no, she was flashpointed and everything's different now. But I think she could do it. Yeah, It's all spaghetti. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also you could you could just it doesn't have to be a, you know, page complete page to screen adaptation it it can be like she went off because you know she got sprung out of the thing and she faced zod but there's a lot of trauma that goes with being stuck in that thing and yeah. you know it, like she has that conversation with Barry about humans and how they're terrible yeah, yeah, and yeah. da 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 and it's like yeah that didn't fix that one conversation didn't fix everything for sure so I'm gonna go off and try and figure myself out right now yeah. I gotta deal with the fact that Kal-El's dead Zod came to Earth and like tried to blah 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 although I, she she did die in this movie a lot so that's true I guess it, yeah she would have to be flashpointed I think yeah I think so, she's gonna be a different version so Spaghetti. Yeah, she's spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nah, like I said, it's fun. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little surprised it's doing as bad as it did. Although, you know, if you, listen, if you have not seen it yet, yeah, just wait, just wait. I, I catch it on sc- on stream on screaming like I did for the screaming. whole movie. Just catch it screaming throughout <laughs> the two and a half hours. All right, you know what that means? That means Chris, it's time to discuss the reading assignment for the week, which I definitely read. It's a story called The Flash Rogue War. The most fascinating thing about this story is that I didn't even know that DC had the rights to the X Men character Rogue. Also, this story highlights one power that every version of the Flash has to have, a first name that no one would ever give their child. Because in this story, Barry, Wally, and Bart are all key characters in their own way. Why aren't there any superheroes named Ryan or Tyler? I know like 20 Tylers. Chris, it's time to talk about the Flash Rogue War. All right. This story was written by Jeff Johns with illustrations by uh, Howard Porter in 2006. Uh, what happens in this story? This is a story <laughs> where the a bunch of a bunch of his villains. Yep. Some of them are good guys now. They've been sort of re uh, they've been rehabilitated and put back into society. Some of them work for the FBI and uh, they're trying to sort of uh, be uh, like a like a anti heroes. Yep. But sort of the opposite, right? Like yeah, anti villains, I, yeah. I guess. I don't know. They're 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 trying to they're like like dirty cops still working towards the greater good or whatever. Uh, and then there's other villains of the Flash who are still villains of the Flash and they're just kind of dickheads. And the two of them kind of have a big fight going on that involves a lot of intricate things. And then there's a climax at the end of this that has nothing to do with any of that. What? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of my biggest issue with this story is that it's called Rogue War and it starts with a big civil war between Flash's rogues. Uh, and then the end just forgets about just it. Ends. 
It just ends. It's sort of a reverse Deus Ex Machina, where like instead of a random thing coming out of nowhere to fix things, we have a random thing coming out of nowhere to fuck everything up, to make everything even worse. Yeah. To, to, and they just make it so worse that uh, even the rogues are like, "Oh, this isn't even." Well, worth let's it all now. go home, I guess. Wow, just as the, you, yeah, it's like it's like this is like when everybody's having a good time, and then somebody tells a joke that's like really racist, and you're like, "Well, that just sucked all the well, air out of the room." Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, this just got time weird and real. Thank you. Other than that, though, it's pretty cool. The character breakdown at the beginning of the comic is a good idea. There's like a, a yeah. two-page long breakdown of every single character you yep. see, and it worked really well because there are also like a handful of rogues that come in near the very end, and I yeah. had read all of the bios and then completely forgot about the ones that weren't introduced at the beginning, and then they come in at the end, and I'm like, I know all these guys, <laughs> even though I've never seen them in a comic before. Yeah, yeah. yeah this had some... Uh, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I gave it to you, but I also had not read this before. Oh. Um, I was just trying to find a good Flash story to go yeah. with the Flash movie. And I, I will say this. One of the things about this that it showed me is that I can now understand somewhat why it took so long to make a Flash movie. Because finding a Flash storyline yeah. <laughs> that is like really good. Palatable. And- and palatable is really hard. Like this is is one of his best storylines, and it's not that it's bad, but there is a lot kind of going on, and you gotta like they give you a little two page summary of like what's been happening so far, and you do even I as a DC reader, yeah, kind of needed that. Well, there's like two dozen of his villains, right? So like if you don't know them. You're going to have a hard time. Yeah. 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 At least with a movie. Yes. I know. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like trying to find a trying to find a storyline that you could just like pluck out. Yeah. And just put to screen is really, really hard. And this, yeah. this kind the, of proves the it. easiest one to do is one that, in my opinion, first of all, we've seen it 10 times. But in my opinion, requires a long history of the Flash first, right. which is um, Flashpoint. Right. And this is the one that they always go to because weirdly enough, like you said, it's still technically the easiest one to do yeah. as well because it's like well we'll introduce him and then he goes back in time and changes everything so it doesn't matter right well what? he goes back and changes everything and that's really cool and then he changes it mostly back mostly to normal back. so it doesn't matter if you know what happened before anyway and you can change it back at as much to normal as you like exactly yeah so yeah this i think it started off really strong uh at first i was like oh are we just doing an issue where we introduce every one of the rogues but then you also had like Mirror Master doing cocaine, and it was like, oh, that's, that was wild. That got crazy. <laughs> Although never really went anywhere after that. No, it that. sure didn't. Although there was a fun moment where I think Captain Cold is like, ah, but I got him to stop doing drugs. And you're like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You sure didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> he just does it in the bathroom now. Yeah. I mean, they, they do a good job of like, the idea is basically his old rogues. They were like, you know, it used to be like real easy. Like it was just nice. We were all having fun. Yeah. We would rob banks and then, you know, he would catch us and we'd get out and it was the good old days. And then new villains come in and take our names and they're killing people and slitting people's throats. And it's fucking crazy. And this is out of control. Also, this plays into um, identity crisis as well. Mm. So they're, they're trying to get Captain Boomerang's body, the original one. Yeah. He died in Identity Crisis. Oh. If you remember, he killed 
Robin's dad. Oh shit! But I don't think I knew who that was when we read that. Yes. So uh, and it's killed in the process, and so this takes place shortly thereafter. I gotta reread that. I bought that book after you assigned it to me because I liked it so much. Yes. So give it a re- yeah. Actually, give it a reread, and then kind of with this in mind, because if you notice, there's some references to it. They talk about how things change because of the Flash and what they were doing, and they discovered what happened to the villains. And what was happening was because they mentioned Zatanna, she was doing the identity crisis thing. Gotcha. Where she's like taking selective things out. And it, I think it starts with, oh, the first issue, I think, is the heat wave issue. And he starts out, or one of the issues start off with no, light. No, it's not the first one. First one's Mirror Guy. Uh, that's right. I think that it, somebody starts off with light. It all starts with light. And it's a double meaning of like the actual oh. light, but Dr. I think light, it might be the mirror one. Yeah. yeah. But Dr. Light is the one who had his memories pulled. He's the one who like got discovered. I knew. I remember Dr. Light. Right. Yeah. I think that's a reference to that as well. Wow. So yeah. So that like, but me knowing that helps this, but if you don't know this, like it is, it's a little hard to enter into this. If you don't, if you're yeah. not familiar with this world, it's hard to read this as a self-contained story. It is. Yeah. I was trying to find one and it, they're really hard. It's similar to spider verse, the 2015 one that we just yes. read a couple weeks ago I had that, where you're like, what feeling. the fuck is going on? Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just settle in and know there's going to be some stuff yeah. I don't know a lot. <laughs> just settle into like 50 new characters coming in. Right. But then it just kept going. I was like, oh, this is even more dense than. Yeah. Not dense, but like a little convoluted than than yeah, Spider Verse yeah, yeah. was. And then you're right, like then fucking Zoom shows up and it just gets fucking crazy. <laughs> Especially because Zoom looks so much like Reverse Flash. Yes, and they keep saying this over and over. Like he took his image from the. I think it's just like if you've never read a, a Flash comic before and you don't know what's going on. This is why these two guys look exactly the same. And I mean, not it the helped same me, per- but yes. it was hard to be like, wait a minute, which one's what, doing the this one now? The which one is this? He's got the, the one eyes okay. and he has this thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah. good. It's not a rogue war. It is for the first three quarters. Right. But there's a good part of it that's like introducing the rogues. Oh, that's a good point. It's maybe like the middle quarter, middle half. Yeah. And then the, like act two is like the rogue war. The middle third of it is like a war. Yeah. And then the last part of it is some other storyline that just is so big that they're like, I don't feel like warring. Let's go get a sandwich. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping because it sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Yeah. I really liked the setup. I was really interested to see where it was going to go. All your villains go to war with each other. And it's so epic that like not even the I wonder Flash if it can... wasn't selling well or something. I don't and know. And so they did a right turn. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because like I said, this is this. I remember this getting like really great reviews and everything. Well, it's interesting, too, because, yeah, you're right. It is like. Two halves of two very interesting stories. Right. Like, we don't really see the end of the Rogue's War, and we don't really see the beginning of the conclusion. Yes. And, you know, uh, really, I think that it, that conclusion is the end of another storyline, essentially. Right, that we that did we see. That we did see, but we didn't see, because we didn't read that one. Right, it's not in and this. I think right. I actually tried to find that one, and I can't find it anywhere. Like, I'm trying, I was trying to find yeah. a digital version of that, and I couldn't find a, just a nice trade paperback of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still keeping that one in mind because I've heard that one's really good too but I'm like cool maybe I guess I should have read that one first yeah and then gotten into this and I would have really liked the this ending but as far as a rogue war goes maybe there's another one later that has that the end of the rogue war resolves the rogue war that's actually I will say if for an ongoing comic that's kind of a brilliant concept to yeah. keep readers if you're like we'll introduce a storyline and then we'll kind of like 
introduce a new storyline almost at the end of another one and then we'll finish up the un- uh, the first one after the second yeah finish up the second one after the third that's a good idea but you're already paying attention to the new one now yeah and so you're like and then when it comes back you're like oh my god that's the end of the first storyline what a callback and you just keep doing that over and over you again. all can take that idea if we have any comic writers out there go for it please do if yeah. you can implement this idea send it and you make it happen send it to us yeah, and we'll yeah, do an we'll entire episode it. do it with our blessing yes and send it to us and then also be sure sure to tell us like i took your idea this is the result of it yeah and also send us a coupon for a free grimace shake please do and a packet of salt <laughs> or seven do you have anything else to say about this no all right it's fine it's yeah. not bad it might be worth a read if you want to read some flash stuff it's pretty good yeah if you're a dc person and you're like but it flashes something that i haven't like yeah i'm, I'm kind of a gap uh, th- that's a gap and also there's a lot if you've seen the flash cw show and you're uh-huh. maybe thinking about getting into the comics this might be a good one because there's a lot that i was like okay i know jake garrick yeah i know zoom i know thawne like I know these people because I know them from the show. I even know the treadmill. Like right. I know all that crap. Right. It is a story that has not been utilized. I don't think in the CW show, but that uses key pieces yeah. uh, from elements of the show that you will recognize. Right, 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 right. A lot of the villains, too, like half of them, I think. Yeah. Even the old and new ones. There's like there's a whole episode or maybe even like half a season where old trickster is upset that there's a new trickster taking his name. Oh, is there really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like there's some cool stuff that, you know, calls yeah, back yeah. to that. Also, there's a Jay Garrick in the movie. I'm going back to the movie for a second. There's a Jay Garrick in the movie. Oh, yeah. But there's no uh, that doesn't happen at any other point like that they have the George Reeves world swirling around in the screensaver that is the multiverse I guess yeah and then and they fl- go into that and there's a Jay Garrick running around and I yeah. was like cool and then they go into the Christopher no they go into Adam West Batman but there's no like that's not a th- like you said there's no payoff to this like it, it felt like they were gonna do like oh every world has a little flash and I was like oh cool we'll see what like that Christopher Reeve flash could look like or and like there's, but they don't, it's just, that's just that one time that there's some other speedster out there and no other thing has the, what the fuck? Why would you put that in there then? Well, I don't, what is that? What does that mean? It doesn't make any sense. I was trying to fact check something, but it looks like it might not be it's true. It's not the guy from the flash. If that is, if that's what you were going to say, that is what I was going to say. Do you even know which guy? Yeah. Everybody thinks it's, Terry, I think his name is Terry Sands. It's the guy who turns out to be Zoom. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's not him. It's not. Everyone thinks it's him to the point that he's like, guys, I swear to God, it's not me. Are we sure it's not a CG replica of him without his permission? Uh, not entirely, but Teddy um, Sears. Teddy Sears. Okay. But uh, not entirely, but he was basically he was coming out and being like, guys, I did not get scanned for this. I did not film anything for this. Mm. I have a new baby. I'm at home sleep deprived. I would remember being on a DC set. (laughs) He literally came out and was like, I would remember this. It's not me. I wonder who it is, because no one has come forth and said it's me. No, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if they used his face. Without his permission, which I feel like they probably wouldn't because, man, you really can get sued for that. Yeah. And I don't think they would be that dumb. But also, that doesn't happen again. What is that? That bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Anyway, do you have a reading assignment for me? Oh, I sure do. Uh, Chris, 
This reading assignment is also brought to you by our sponsor, which is not a real sponsor, but it's uh, your local library, (laughs) because I looked fucking everywhere for this, even places that maybe are uh, less than legitimate. So a library. And I couldn't find. No, less than legitimate. The, The less than legitimate, Chris, the library is perfectly barely legitimate. Because, you know, fucking socialists anyway. I'll say. Yeah. And I've, it was at my local library. So hopefully it will be for you as well. Okay. okay. You live in a, I think, like a fairly big city. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they'll have it at, your, at one of your libraries. We do all right. Chris Oppenheimer is getting ready to come out soon. Oh, God. And by the time our next reading assignment airs, uh-huh. it will be three days before the movie. Okay. And because of this, I am assigning to you a graphic novel about the Manhattan Project called Trinity, a graphic history of the first atomic bomb. Okay. At first, I thought you were going to assign me a book by Oppenheimer. And I was like, this is a 600 page novel. I already read it years ago, so I don't have to read it in two weeks. It's just you. God damn it. (laughs) Just his Um, biography. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Interesting. I like As we idea. all know, the first thing he said after he saw the bomb go off was, holy shit. God, did you see that? <laughs> There's a callback from like six months ago. It's, it's definitely more than six months ago. I feel like maybe it's yeah. like a year. Maybe. Yeah. That was a good bit, though. It made me laugh really hard. Yeah, it did. It's just like, Jesus, titty fucking Christ. <laughs> what the Fucker. Did you know it did that? I didn't know it did that. Shit, that cloud looks like a mushroom. Gosh. Who's hungry? That was loud. That was wow. That was annoying. You guys want to go see the Barbie movie? <laughs> How did those two movies come out on the same day? Because How God loves us. That, Chris. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Alright. That sounds great. Alright. Uh oh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? They can us? find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, IR Radio Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break. If you want to listen a little earlier, stuff comes out right at eight in the morning on every Tuesday at SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break, slightly before it makes its way to places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, etc. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We also have our merch over there. It's actually on Teespring, but if you look at the most recent tweet on our Twitter account, you'll see our merch. And that's, again, our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. And we have merch on Teespring. I already said that. Patreon.com slash The Media <laughs> Lunch Break. again. Uh, a, a third time? Yeah, do, do no. Okay. Okay. We have merch on Teespring. You can also go to patreon.com slash the media lunch break if you want to help support the show. You can also send us an email. That's uh, our email address is the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For uh, being our first patron ever. Yeah. 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 Like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review and then you can leave a write an app. It actually really helps. It helps people find us, find the podcast. Apparently. Apparently. That's what that's what I've been told. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. But that's what I've been told.
told. As soon as a person finds us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, if you leave a five-star rating, you can leave... Right now. You can just walk out the door. You can just get the fuck out, okay? <laughs> Did you leave the five-star? Great. Thanks a lot, sucker. <laughs> fuck off. Don't let the grimace shake hit you on the ass on the way out, oh, bitch. God, Jesus. That was aggressive. But yeah. uh, if you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. So this way, I'll tell you what. This week, if you leave a five-star rating, all I want you to... Instead of leaving an actual review, just put whatever flavor you think the Grimace Shake is. And you don't have to... It doesn't have to be vanilla or berry or whatever. I mean, literally anything. If you tasted a Grimace Shake and you're like, you know what it tastes like? Chicken. Go ahead, put it in there. Just whatever. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. You talking to me? No. Okay, great. I mean, yeah, maybe if you want to leave us a five-star review. But whoever I, I is not. reviewing things, here's what I want you to do. Okay. I'm going to get real intimate right now. Yeah. I want you... Period. <laughs> to leave a five-star review, mm-hmm. and you're going to put what you think the flavor of the shake is, of the Grimace shake, and what you're going to do is you're going to type the letters C U M. <laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> I just want the people to be honest. There's so much salt in it, Chris. Oh my gosh, Grimace <laughs> needs to see a doctor. So this week we talked about the Flash. Okay, uh, next and we talked about Rogue World. Rogue World. Yep. They Rogue went, One. Yep. Uh, Rogue War. Next week, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buckle in. Because it's the best <gasps> damn day Free of the week. Grimace Shake Tuesday Day? News oh. Day. Yes. But yeah, so here's the thing, though. And then after that, <gasps> Andrew, after that. Oh, Jesus. You know what comes out? Yeah, I do. It's get like your a- fedora and get your whips. Yeah, I was going to say, it's and listening to this, it's already out. <laughs> it's true, because it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's time to watch the second worst Indiana Jones film. Let's. Presumably. Go somewhere else. Yep. So uh, we're uh, so we'll, uh, we're talking about Indiana Jones, and then uh, and the Dial of Destiny, and the Dial of Dying. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna die, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then Trinity as well. But here's the thing: if in that meantime you're like, listen, I think we can skip over Indiana Jones, please. I have a better subject for you. Here it is. If you got an idea, send it over to us. If you're like, hey. Andrew, don't make Chris read a graphic novel about Oppenheimer. I have I have a reading assignment for the both of you. Oppenheimer's biography. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I've set myself up for disaster on this. Um, which is the name of his biography, actually. Like, very strange. Uh, uh, we got a, we got a, a, a suggestion from a, a fan of the show, Dandrew Un. <laughs> He wants uh, he wants Chris to read the dictionary. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so can't wait till you get your reading assignment. The entire Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> but if you have a reading assignment, send it over to us. If you're a creator, you wrote a comic uh, like that one that we suggested. Uh, if you filmed a pilot, if you've made a short film, if you made an actual film, the, the short films are actual films. If you made a full length film is what I'm trying to say. Send it over to us. If you're like, hey, can you watch this? Can you read this? Can you send people towards it? Yeah, we can. Send it over to us. We'll do an episode about it. Other than that, that's pretty much it right there. Oh, actually, happy 4th of July, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. It is today as of listening to this. It is today. Wow. Yes, it is. So happy 4th, everybody. Go enjoy some fireworks. Fireworks. 
have yourself a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, most of our listeners are not from the U.S., I think, right? Well, guess what? Still, you know what? You should still set off fireworks. Today you are. Today... You are an American. Go out and get some fireworks and set them off. And when they say, what are you doing? Don't answer. (laughs) Run. Run as fast as you can. (laughs) Just like we did from the British. (laughs) To the British. To kill them. Oh, right. Yeah. I was thinking first the Atlantic. Oh, like west. Yeah. Yeah. Run run west. Okay. Swim. That's it. There it is. Swim like our ancestors did across the ocean. (laughs) Across the ocean. Um, there it is. Look at that. Look at that, Andrew. Oh, yeah. We did it. We did it. We did a thing. There wasn't a thing, and now look. Look at There's a thing right here. There I know. You can't see it, but you can hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. can see it if you're on Patreon. It's true. You can. Zip. Oh. <laughs> it's my Grimace. Grimace. No. <laughs> hey, we made the same joke. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there it is. Is, is so that it? Is at the end? Uh, let's say it. Yeah, if you All listen, right, you, you can make a go, go make a thing. But it's also a holiday, so if you don't want to make a thing today, yeah, that's it's fine. Fair. You don't have to have a hot dog instead. What do you put in the hot dog? What do I put in the hot dog? What do you put on the hot dog? Uh, I don't usually make hot dogs. Someone else usually makes them for me, puts things on them, and hands them to me. You don't. What? Who the fuck is making you a hot dog? Oh, either my fiance or like somebody at a barbecue or whatever. They usually like just like grab something. I don't know. I'll usually put whatever's there. Okay. Ketchup, mustard. All right, but if you're okay, you're go, you're you're at you're at said barbecue, and there's there's someone hands me a hot dog in a bun, and there's I, well, what's there? And there's a, okay, there's there's the there's the huge. There's ketchup. There's mustard. There's wait, 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 wait. We're gonna go slow. We're gonna go one by one. Ketchup. There's wait. Hang on. We're gonna go one by one. There's catch up. <laughs> Smash. There's mustard. Smash. There's. Are you saying it's smash? Yes. It's smash. No. What is smash? <laughs> smash. Smash is yes. Okay. So you're putting you're putting everything on I'm, there. I'm playing smash or pass with condiments. Okay. Okay. So relish. Pass. Good boy. What else could you people possibly put? See, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't know. What goes on a hot dog? I mean, if you're in Chicago. Oh, they do onion. Don't they do onion or they something? They do a bunch of shit. They also put yeah. s- uh, spring peppers, I think, on them. Yeah. And like half a tomato slice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. I'll smash that. That's true. You'd smash a tomato. I think you have. Yeah. Those lonely nights. <laughs> Why did I do that? What do I? <laughs> that's not only what I put on a hot dog; it's what I put a hot dog in. All right, I'll tell you what. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're at a barbecue. Same barbecue. No, actually, different barbecue. We left that. We left the first barbecue because they were handing out a hot dog. Fuck dogs, that and we were like, Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we go to a different barbecue. We get there. Burgers. Okay. Okay. What are you putting on the burger? Name stuff. Ketchup. Smash. Mustard. Smash. Now, just to be clear, when you're saying smash, <laughs> right, and you're putting stuff on, are you, is this in addition to the previous smash thing? <laughs> no, are you, like, that was just a piling hot dog. things what on? Is, oh, oh. Yeah. I, okay. I, to me, here's the thing that is strange about me, and maybe it won't be that strange to you or anyone listening. I, I, whatever is going to end this sentence is not going to be strange to me. Go. Furries. No, I, 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 Unfazed. to me, if I enjoy the flavor of an item, uh-huh. it generally goes well with other things I enjoy the flavor of an item with. Okay. So like to me, it's not like 
well, I like pickles, but not with black olives or whatever. I'll just put like I go to Subway and I'm like, I like all of these vegetables. So they all go on. Oh, OK. Your taste buds so, are weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I, I love you just went with it. You were like, yeah, yeah man, that's how that's why I put chocolate pudding on everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, so, all right. We got it. Okay. Wait. First of all, actually, hamburger or cheeseburger? Oh, cheeseburger. Okay. Uh, so ketchup? Smash. Mustard? Smash. Pickles? Smash. Lettuce? Smash. Tomato? Smash. Onion? Pass. What else? Chocolate I mean, pudding? Smash. Chocolate, chocolate pudding. <laughs> okay, good. Mayo? Smash. Barbecue sauce? Smash. Ooh. Ranch dressing? Smash. Mm. Avocado? Smash. Yeah. Grimace shake. Grimace shake. Um, pass. Wait, wait, wait. Grimace shake with salt. Pass. Pash. Pamash. Which means you don't put it on the burger. You just take a bite and then you drink before you chew and mix. Can I say mash like Jamie Farr? Yes, Jamie Farr. Okay, this is Jamie Farr's barbecue. And at Jamie Farr's barbecue, he hands you a cheeseburger. You know what I love about this episode? It just goes on forever. We've already concluded that it's too long of an episode. And yet we're still doing this. And now we're doing smash or pass with ketchup. <laughs> well, no one could say we weren't ahead of our time. What can I say? Yeah. We're just pioneers in the medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now... Let's I'm going to flip this. It's your okay. turn to do smash or pass. OK, um, but it's about which Pokemon you would have sex with. 